0: Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another installment of the Jiu Jitsu Times podcast. Uh, as you can tell, I'm solo today once again, so don't expect too much. Um, <laughs> I'll do my best to try to make this thing work as uh, smooth as I can. Um, the good news is, is I have a guest that I'm very, very familiar with, someone that I've trained with quite a bit. Uh, I see his pretty face uh, all the time, <laughs> usually kicking my ass. Um so uh, today uh, on my solo show without the accompanying of my professional, Kevin Bradley, we've got uh, Dan Martinez, BJJ Black Belt, uh, Kevin Gallagher. Uh, ADCC competitor, uh, current uh, combat jujitsu jitsu world champion, and uh, the prettiest man in jiu-jitsu. What's going on, brother? How are you, man? One of them. One of Second after you, of course. <laughs> <second after>
1: you.
0: <laughs> How's well, training I'm, going,
1: but- man? You doing all right? yeah man training's uh training's obviously picked up a lot more uh finally finally got another match lined up so that that gives me you know something to train for a little motivation uh to finally you know get get the ball rolling again
0: you got a super fight lined up what are you doing
1: yeah so it was actually uh uh, i've been talking to eddie um the last couple of weeks and he wanted me to defend uh, the 185 belt for combat um however obviously i'm not that weight anymore so uh after a couple of conversations yada 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 i'm gonna be uh december 20th in cancun on the all women's card i'm gonna be fighting uh kyle Baum in the main event
0: oh wow dope bro yeah. Yeah, in, a, in a combat format or in um yeah
1: cjj sub only at uh, at 205
0: oh nice bro that's pretty yeah. cool is that all big right. fucker gonna be able to get down to 205 no, he needs to. <laughs> he better. That's good. That's yeah. good for you, man. That's cool because he's going to be sucked out cutting that weight to get down it's, to 205, man. Uh,
1: exactly. You know, he, originally he wanted me against uh, John Blank at 185, but, yeah. uh, but it's same day weigh-ins. And I was like, listen, man, I, I, you know me, I'm not a weight cutter. Yeah, right. Sitting at around 202, I was like, I'm not going to lose 20 pounds. So uh, just find me somebody bigger, man i such,
0: such a big guy. I don't know how he's gonna cut down to 205. I guess he can make it. I know he's made it before. I think he's made yeah. It before, he's made right. it
1: before. Um, I I've, I've met him in the past. I think I'm. A, I believe I'm a little bit taller. So he yeah. he's big, but I don't think I think he can definitely definitely make it. You know, but uh, but I know I wasn't making 185. So I told him <laughs> 205 and up from now on. <laughs> yeah, that's,
0: dude. That's where I'm at. But I'm supposed to do a 205 match on one of uh Joss cards coming up pretty soon.
1: Oh, yeah, like, yeah, uh, like two twenty now.
0: Yeah, he wants me to go up to Memphis. I'm, I'm kind of on the, 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 the like, you know, I haven't been training much because I've been just a fat piece of shit and busy, and my knees yeah. fucked up, and all the other excuses that I give you every time you ask me why I'm, not yeah, training, yeah. I'm excited
1: for tonight's excuse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's, uh, all right,
0: I'm down. yeah, I'm not. I mean, I, I, I don't even want to mess around trying to hit two hundred five. And it's a couple yeah. weeks. It's like the weekend before the pans, and the okay. pans are in Atlanta. So yeah, I think I want to do the pants because everybody's gonna we're gonna have a big crew up there and do because they're in Atlanta and stuff like that. So yeah. I may drop out, I may not. But that's a big fight for you that uh, that couple. And yeah. I think it's a good fight simply because you know he's a jiu-jitsu guy. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> yeah, going to be elements, obviously, of combat jujitsu involved. Mm-hmm. But I see this to be a pretty pure jujitsu type match which is what i think of you when i think of the combat jiu yeah
1: absolutely you know and uh i mean i've worked a lot on uh, on other areas of my game during this uh lockdown you know i haven't competed since february and, and uh, i mean you know what you know some of the things i've been focusing on so i think my game has changed but right. but realistically i think uh we have similar styles as in uh you know, good leg locks, good back control, good rear naked chokes, good camorras. Both are long guys, both are good guard players. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun match. We'll yeah, see I'm if we too hard I'm, and-
0: I'm going to get to you pretty soon about some uh, leg lock stuff because I want to talk yeah. about the IBJ. You have a leg locks, but we'll get we'll get back to that soon. So, tell me a little bit about some of your differences in game plans when you go into a combat jujitsu match, faces like Burp versus a regular jujitsu match.
1: Man, in. Uh, in reality, I think the only thing that changed. So the first time I did the, the EBI a couple of years back, I thought I was expecting like a like a heavy ground and pound assault. You know, you got you had guys like Jesse Taylor in it, Josh Neer, MMA fighters, and I'm like, ooh, man, those guys are gonna come like ready to right. throw some hands, you know. But uh, but I realized that it wasn't necessarily that, you know, neurologically, you're really not gonna get knocked out with this with an open palm strike. Uh, so it's just annoying. It just hurts. It's a pain. It, in the ass. It, it's annoying. I I kind of compare it to like shoulder pressure. What time is the pressure? You know, it, it, it's gonna uh, affect what I'm doing at that moment in time. But I don't think I think once you get used to the strikes, it shouldn't it shouldn't be the deciding factor of a win or a loss. You know, unless of course it's like a like a TKO. But in preparation for uh, for the last DBI that I won, I did no strikes at all whatsoever.
0: Yeah, and I you know I see a lot of guys. Getting ready for combat jujitsu matches, and when I watch them get ready for matches, like they change their entire approach, yeah. Like they start yeah. thinking about, Oh, I'm gonna, we got worried about using the strikes and you know, all stuff like that. And what I see in reality are the guys that do the best, with the exception of Wagner, of course, because he's got yeah. those big freaking hands, he smacks yeah. you. Wagner <laughs> might knock you out one of them. That, that, that is not
1: a fun training round, I'll tell you that, <laughs> <laughs> not at all.
0: But with the exception of Wagner. I see the guys that go into combat jujitsu with the mindset of focusing on jujitsu first and not getting caught up in the idea of strikes being incorporated.
1: Exactly. Best benefit, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think out of all the uh, the EBI combat jujitsu tournaments, I don't think any of them have been won from by guys that come from uh, from, uh, from an MMA background, you know. It's always it, – I think they make it more entertaining, but I, you're right. Uh, it always ends up being the guys that have the most success are the ones that focused on the jujitsu, and and that was it. Yeah, I remember watching the countdown to some of the shows, man. Some of the guys were even, like, hitting pads. Like, their coaches were hitting pads, and they're they're yeah. smacking <laughs> while guard passing. I'm like, man, I'm just going to go for a head and arm and right. get chest on chest and pass like that. <laughs> you
0: know, and the reality of it is, is like, you know, just like you said, like a palm strike is a deterrent,
1: and it sucks. Exactly. But exactly. it's not really
0: like it's not gonna keep me from it's not gonna my cut game. you, it's not gonna <laughs> knock you out, it's yeah, not right. gonna
1: make me think, Oh, I need to stand up, you know. Right. And it goes
0: it starts to talk about the true power of jujitsu and how how impressive exactly. jiu-jitsu is that like I can negate those stupid little strikes by getting yeah. inside and 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 taking my controls easy under absolutely like that.
1: Now I remember I remember in, in my mental game planning, I took like uh, I looked at for example Damien Maya. Right. who literally fights in a cage where you can get knocked out, stopped, and elbowed, and cut. And I think he uh, I think he, he submitted – I think it was like Carlos Condon, Matt Brown, and Neil Magda got hit like three times. I think he right. threw two strikes on his way to the back on everybody. So you don't have to throw strikes in order to win a, a, a match on the ground that has strikes, you know.
0: No, I, I always think about that when I think about yeah. you know the, the the real power and the beauty of jiu-jitsu and you think about a guy like Damian Maya he actually comes out and says this I'm I'm using my jiu-jitsu and MMA to show yeah. what the gentle art really is, to show exactly. the fact that you can go out there and incapac- incapacitate someone in a non-lethal manner and Absolutely. still be able to control and dominate a, a fight. Absolutely. That. Absolutely. That's cool, man. So let's talk. Let's just get right into it, man. I, we talked a little bit about combat jujitsu. We're kind of cutting a little bit short. I get it. You know, I I would like to get a, ask you a few questions about maybe about the ideas of you know what you think about combat jujitsu's future. You know, I I I would like to think that combat jujitsu is something that you know it's not my favorite, but yeah. what I've noticed a lot lately is that the quality of the matches are starting to improve. Yes. While people are starting to realize that. Strikes are not meant to end fights, but to well,
1: advance position, exactly. right. facilitate a movement and transition, get a partner to react. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, I think I think the combat jujitsu was a great, or it still is a great draw. Um, and I mean, you have to think it's on UFC fight pass. So right. most people that have UFC fight pass did not get it because they wanted to watch jujitsu and the gi, for example, or jujitsu period. They want to be MMA fans. So I think that anybody who wasn't a fan of jiu-jitsu will absolutely tune in to a jiu-jitsu match that they can essentially slap each other, you know. Uh, but I think I think it, it, it's going to continue to grow. Uh, I, like you said, I myself am not a huge fan of it, but I succeed in it because right. it's just jiu-jitsu to me. And I'll do any format ever except Gi. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think it's going to continue to grow. And I think the EBI is going to be obviously the, the dominant force in the, in the CJJ world. Yeah, I mean… I, I,
0: Eddie Eddie is, you know, t- say whatever you want about Eddie Bravo. That dude is a master of marketing. He understands yeah, how ab- to get the absolutely. people out. He understands absolutely. how to get people involved. And like the modern professional jujitsu circuit that we're seeing right now, I mean, it's very reasonable to say that the reason why we're even talking right now is because Eddie Bravo with EBI. I mean, like yep. Eddie, EBI is what set the template for um, professional jujitsu to come.
1: I mean, I, yeah, I, exactly. I, you took the words right out of my mouth for, for no gi, period. I was just having a, a conversation with one of my like, uh, 17-year-old blue belts that wants a super fight, and in my head I'm like <laughs> – it's crazy. This kid wants a super fight. Like right. when I was a blue belt, you either the only no gi tournaments were IBJJF, and you had to fly yourself out. You know <laughs> Right, exactly
0: right, or, it's crazy. or or maybe a naga down the street. Yeah, <laughs> right. was, exactly. I
1: don't have a medal anymore, but dude, winning a naga was everything at the time. It was literally like like naga world <laughs> champ. You know now it's like exactly. now you got blue belts getting paid for matches and sub only that wasn't even around. Yeah, and it, bl- I,
0: it blows like, my mind. Yeah. Like coming up from the, and people like these new guys, you know, they don't really get it, like how amazing yeah. that their, their lives are. We, we had nothing, you know.
1: <laughs> like, we literally <laughs> had nothing. nothing. I think the only tournament that had anything close to a uh, a nogi invitational was like Grapplers Quest. Grapplers you know? Quest, right? That yeah. Yeah.
0: And that, that guy took good. a bunch of piety or DMT or whatever and went insane. Yeah. So he's gone, right? <laughs> yeah. I,
1: yeah. So there goes that man. I would love to see that. back.
0: So. Again, we'll get to it now. I want, I want, yeah. I want to talk a little yeah. bit about combat but I really got you on for a reason. I, I, I yeah, want yeah, to talk yeah, yeah. about the IBJJF. So mm-hmm. recently, the IBJJF has come to terms with the fact that people hate them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I> know. And <laughs> one of the reasons why so many grapplers are upset with IBJJF is because they don't allow leg locks. Mm-hmm. So... They made the determination to allow heel hooks. In general. Yeah. I want to say leg locks. You know, anything, anything manipulates the knee, the mm-hmm. knee, heel hooks. So, because heel hooks have become such a huge part of modern grappling, and you know the IBJJF has decided that so many people are turned off by the fact that they can't use their best weapons, they yeah. put heel hooks back into the fold. Yeah. So. Tell me quickly what you feel about that and how you feel that helps the IBJJF or hurts the IBJJF or makes it more legitimate.
1: Uh, I think it'll it'll certainly help in making them more legitimate to the people, too. So I, I always looked at it, and, and not me, but everybody. You kind of had, like, the jiu-jitsu world divided in two, right? Like, the guys that do sub-only and, like, leg locks and then the IBJJF and so on. You know, I think – them allowing reaping and twisting leg locks and heel hooks will will kind of combine that world, but I I still don't think the 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 outcomes will be that much different. You know, Maybe. if you look no further than ADCC, you know where where uh, the opening rounds and I don't want to say the leg lockers because I think even guys that prefer leg locks are still well rounded, but let's just go with that term for now. I still think the leg lockers run into the very common strategy of their opponent staying out of leg locks, not attempting to pass as much, but still winning on points. And I still think that will be the case. However, I think a lot more people will will compete in it, obviously, and I think a lot more upsets will happen, but but the strategy won't change. Everybody in IBJF will still want to win by an advantage, will still want to win on points. It's still wrestling heavy. They're still going to run out of bounds, and now they're just going to roll out of bounds. Right. And I, I, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting though. I can't say I'm not excited for
0: it. I'm cu- speaking about the role out of bounds, I'm curious to see yeah. how they score. Cause it's going to yeah. be something that's going to happen a lot. I think, T- I think technically, it's, I think it's, a, it's a two points or it's a, yeah. a, a yeah. qualification. Sometimes I'm curious to see how they're going to do yeah. that. But then, right. but then here comes the. It
1: wasn't even tied. What do you yeah, mean? Right, I threw the knee line. My knee line was out. But and if no you don't speak
0: Portuguese, like, you're going to lose that fight anyway. So, oh my God. Not,
1: <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I I honestly think it's going to cause more controversy. Like as far as like like calls, you know.
0: You know, and and you know, I think of yourself in the same frame of yeah. reference when I start to talk about this. By the way, too, like, you know, there was a time when we had guys that were sub-only grapplers and guys yeah. that were points grapplers. You know what I mean? There was a very legitimate divide. You know, guys like you did, you focused on points matches or you focus on sub-only matches. And the strategies are very, very different between the
1: two. Yeah, absolutely. But
0: what we're noticing now with the high-level competitors, is the idea that guys, there's no such thing as one or the other. Like you have to be that combination of the whole thing in order to succeed at a high level. You have to understand the submission game. You have to exactly. be willing willing to hunt for submissions after you're willing to attack, and you have to be aware more than anything of other exactly. people hunting for submissions. But you still have to recognize and understand the points game. You know,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. I think, and, and like I said earlier. Uh, you, you refer back to past ADCC champions are usually guys who do very well in IBJJF, and they still did not get heel hooked at ADCC. And of course, the point system and stuff is a little different. The length of the match is a little different, but I think the strategy will be the same. And I think uh, you know, in in like uh, like quietly, I think the sub only guys are probably like, oh, this is this is our chance. But even the points players are still very good at defending legs, even if they're not going for them. It's still a like passing position. It's still a, a, a position to take the back um, for sweeps. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be. Yeah, and
0: there's, there's still going to be those old IBJJF Brazilian dudes, or you know, old school schools that that you know don't do leg locks. that, that yeah. kind of stay away from it. That are going to be behind the curve a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, but, they'll get
1: weeded out at the beginning. Of, but yeah. it's not going to be the former exactly. champions. It's not going it to be doesn't. the Josh Hingers, the Mateos, no, no, no. it's not going to be those guys.
0: And the reason being the, the, you know, and again, just like you said, the reason being is just because it's difficult to win in the IBGF because the rules are just, it's a, it's a completely
1: different strategy. Completely different. And the matches are short, man. What is it like six minutes? Six minutes. Yeah. That's bro. That's, a, that's, that's nothing. That's an open map That's an open mat, that's yeah, like exactly. open mat time. That's like- <laughs> Exactly.
0: Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You know. And these guys, like the, the idea of sitting back for a leg lock, now you're going to give up two points. So all the different factors
1: exactly. start to
0: fall into place. Exactly. Uh?
1: So I think I think next year you'll probably see like a, a big uh, – not a big, but I think you'll see some upsets due to leg locks. And then by the end of the year, closer to the next year, then it will just be strategizing. How do right. I still win on points even though I spun out of a leg lock? Right. Maybe – exactly.
0: All the guys – that are already winning at the IBJJF understand keep that game.
1: Yes, they're gonna they know
0: they know enough about leg locks at this point. Yeah. Like leg locks, like, you be know, five years ago, leg life. You knew leg locks, you were like a magician. Like you had, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: other world, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That. But,
0: that time is gone. No. Now.
1: You're gonna you're still gonna see the Facebook post. Oh, I tried ten heel hooks and came close, didn't get an advantage, and I lost by an advantage. I'm still that yeah, dude, yeah, that would have yeah, happened I, in Naga. That would have yeah, happened anytime.
0: 100 percent that's that's the thing I laugh. I, and again, because I saw this whole thing and immediately in my oh. mind I was thinking there's only, only leg only leglock guys are gonna be like, Yes,
1: yeah, I finally exactly. can go
0: out there and, and do my yeah. thing. But the reality of it is if you don't know how to wrestle. And you don't know how to yeah, pass don't. them? cars <laughs> like you ain't winning with the if exactly. you, you think that like yeah. you might you might upset like Rodrigo freaking Thiago freaking yeah. Alves it's never there's never going to leg like in his life you might catch him yeah. a heel hook once or twice but you're not yeah. going out there and really going with that strategy.
1: Exactly. All, all of a sudden, all the IBJJF haters are going to be believers, and then they're going to be haters all over. <laughs> exactly. Then,
0: yeah. then they're going to go back to find another. Oh, I, that's why I hate the IBJJF. <laughs> 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 exactly. And
1: they know, took my they, 120 bucks.
0: This is what I always say. Like, you love the IBJJF and hate the IBJJF. You can have your opinions on the whole thing. Like, Exactly. Like, you're not a world champion unless you win there. And that's exactly. just the one thing I always only say. One you, you can bitch about it. You can complain about yeah. it. You can say the rules are fucking stilted, and they are. It's a bitch. Yeah. It's a motherfucker to win there, dude. Exactly. But if you want to be a world champion, you learn that rule set and you deal with all the bullshit and you go out there and you plug away. That's why guys keep doing it. That's Absolutely, do
1: it. And, it's, and and it's just like any other challenge. You know, you, you could very well uh, a sub only guy could very well win a decision at Fight to Win over an IBJJF world champion, but that doesn't. You 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 didn't defeat them in that. Rule set, you know, and, and that's the only way you're gonna you're gonna be able to call yourself a a world champion, I, I you know, in my opinion, but or legit. But where was I going with this? What I was gonna say was, yeah, I lost my train of thought. I don't yeah, know. Hey, I love you. You're beautiful, baby. Just, <laughs> just be pretty. I, 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 about about I, just I got you. I got you. <laughs> you don't
0: worry about it, <laughs> So, like, I I I think maybe where you were going a little bit was the idea that you know there are other terms. You know, the ACC. My opinion is always the one that I feel has the most clout of the fighters. Like if you yeah. win at the ADC, like I don't care how many gold medals you have in the IBJJF, every one of them would trade them all oh, to yeah. to probably just win the trials more.
1: I was just about to say, I think the trials is harder than the
0: panels. Yeah, you know? Yeah, it is. It is. The, I mean, absolutely. the ADCC is just another monster, but yeah. like it's still though. Like the IBJJF is the one that has the There's notoriety, notoriety you know? has
1: yeah, the absolutely. clout. Right? Yeah. And it's
0: it's fucking hard man it's a it's bitch hard, it's a bitch because of those fucked up crazy rules
1: and I, and I think it's ridiculous that anybody any school any competitor any team anybody would would disassociate themselves with doing it simply because of the rule set you know uh kind of like what we were talking about earlier i don't like combat jujitsu, jitsu but i'll do it because i know the rules and i'm confident i've done IBJJF. i've done sub only i've you know I, I think if you're well-rounded and you know how to prepare, it really shouldn't matter, you know. Basically, if you didn't like IBJJF, it's because, like you said, you don't know how to pass a guard and you don't know takedowns. Eh. No.
0: No, I hate to say that. It's just one of the things I that I it.
1: see. Not my wrestling sucks too.
0: Yeah. No, you're getting <laughs> better. I know you're working on you. A little
1: bit. It is getting better. That's proof. That's real.
0: <laughs> one of the things that I always talk about uh, when I talk about like grapplers and what winners do and losers and things like that, and the thing that makes me crazier in any of that is when someone goes into an event and they lose then the first thing they do is blame the rule set like they blame like oh i didn't have you because this this and this or i got a bad call or fuck blah 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 like that's what losers do Mm -hmm. It, it makes me insane when i see that because the idea is the rules aren't here to benefit you yeah the rules are here for to you to go and figure out how to win there,
1: you know? Yeah, deciding a winner. <laughs> right,
0: Exactly. 100%, man. And, like, yeah. when guys post shit like that, it just, like, I look at him. It, depending on who it is, I'll kind of be like, all
1: right, whatever. But sometimes yeah, I'm yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. bro,
0: like, come on, dude. You're better than that. Exactly.
1: <laughs> this giant paragraph, like I said earlier, this giant paragraph. I tried this many submissions, and I'm like, so you didn't yeah. win. Yeah, right. so, so I, I, I fully understood the rules. I prepared for weeks and I did not win. That's what you
0: yeah. meant to say. Exactly. 100 percent I and I right. I try, well, I'll tell you, I whenever I lose a match, and I pride myself on this. So I really do. Like the face, it's funny because you can always when somebody wins, that shit goes up like <laughs> Like, soon oh, yeah. as you're off the mat, there's a picture of you. When you lose, you always know when somebody lost. Because there's about three hours before you think I, yeah. I don't have to ask. I just think yeah. Facebook posts. I you're just, you kind of just check the
1: Facebook. Oof. Uh, yeah, I'll might a couple lost. more hours to ask. Right.
0: <laughs> but when I lose, I always make I, – I, I try my best and I pride myself on this, on not making excuses. Like even if I got – believe me, I have yeah. gotten some so – anybody that's competed has gotten a shit call. Some yeah, of the things absolutely. that just happened where you're just like, what absolutely. in the fuck? Yeah. But. If you tell yourself that you lost because of that bad call and that one mistake cost you a tight match, then you didn't do what you were supposed to do in the first place.
1: Exactly. And you have something to work on.
0: Right. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. If you would have scored a takedown or if you would have submitted him or if you would have done X, Y, Z, then that shitty advantage that the referee obviously yeah. gave to his body
1: it didn't exist. Yeah. wouldn't have a difference. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, absolutely.
0: So let's talk – a little bit more. Let's talk some more. I got a few more things. Right, I always kept. You know, he does such a good job at transitioning. <laughs> I, just, I just got shit written down, and I, I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore. <laughs> but how are you, how are you dealing with uh, with the layoff in the ADCC? Because I know that you were training hard for the ADCC, then they popped this whole freaking COVID. Uh, yeah, man. Stop it.
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean, I'm still training as if it were in November, especially because uh, the 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 combat jujitsu match will be in December anyways, and and wrestling is something that I needed to be doing regardless of ADCC. So I'm just continuing and training as much as I can. But yeah, it's unfortunate, man. I I was excited for it. I was kind of in between on what weight class I would do. Uh, I believe they said two to four months, right? Have they mentioned anything about about what? Yeah, data be-
0: we had we had Mo on. Um, we had Mo on a couple weeks ago about a yeah. month or so ago, and we talked, and he said like, he wasn't very optimistic about getting right back into it again. He said that – because his major concern is this. Like, he doesn't care much about pushing back the trials as long as he needs to because the trials yeah. – like, he could probably figure out a place to do the trials. Yeah, yeah. He just wants the World Championships, the actual ADCC, yeah. to be an amazing event. Exactly. And they, he's, not, he's not sure – they'll be able to put that event on yep. as scheduled at the level that they plan to do. So he wants to push the trials back as long as he needs to. Yeah. So and and I, I, them
1: an I called it earlier this year. I said, no way it happens in New oh, York. No way. No and way. I have a feeling that the world champion, because of, it's not even just our trials, it's all over the world. Right. You know, I I I don't even th- I called it. I don't even think the world champions will happen next year. I think it'll get passed, pushed back to 2022, and it happens every two years, years. And now I it lands up an even number, and it even sounds better. You know, yeah. I think I think it's going to too.
0: And then I mean, the, the, another thing too is like you know, we live in Florida, so we, yeah. we're the we're the Wild West. Like we're training yeah. like whenever the hell we want. Here. You know what <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, We Never yeah, stop. <laughs> you know, never stop. Yeah, we took about took a couple weeks off, and then right back. In the we we're the,
1: the last ones to close, the first ones to open. <laughs> right,
0: but. <laughs> Other places, and particularly other countries, like they don't have the luxury that we yeah. have. Other states that, like, they're on exactly. lockdown. Guys are like scrambling yeah. to find yeah. five, that people to train with.
1: Yeah. and what that and what will happen, and I'm sure Mo and the IP and the uh, excuse me the uh, the ADCC guys have thought about this. Is I think the lack of the best possible preparation for the best possible guys will affect who even goes. You know, and I don't, and I, you know what I mean. Like, uh, yeah. I, I'm not too sure how to word it, but I think they they want they want ADCC the next ADCC to be the biggest ever, and I think they're gonna want the best guys and not the guys that showed up because they have been training, you know, right. or not the ex world champion showed up and gassed out because he hasn't been training, you know. Right. So I think everybody's preparation ultimately will will is, is huge to when they want to have the actual tournament. From from
0: my from our conversation with with Mo, when we had him on. That was pretty much what he was yeah.
1: saying. Yeah. Like
0: he pretty much said, "Look, I understand. It's cool, but I want to make sure that this event—we're putting a ton of money in this event." Dude, he talks about oh, it's
1: gonna be amazing. It's well, be amazing. i, I, I can not imagine, man. And there, there Dylan Dennis, Dylan Dennis has to pull out again of this one, man. So I can take <laughs> <laughs> go, go get dumped again, man, or something.
0: It's kind of automatic. <laughs> He—he—he likes—he likes he likes, to t- he likes to talk about it, and then he kind of falls out
1: everyone. Yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs>
0: but this, uh. You're gonna win the trials anyway,
1: you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, for that. sure. No doubt.
0: Um this uh this ADCC is gonna be special. Like he yeah, has man. already talked about the amount of production value, the amount of things he's going to put at the arena is massive. It's gonna be in Vegas this year. It's gonna be fun. I, of- I mean, without a doubt I'm
1: going whether I qualify yeah. or not. You know, yeah. I, I can't imagine that. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if it's anything like the, the the last years, you know, I I couldn't imagine surpassing that. But dude, I but I believe it.
0: <laughs> every time I watch those ADCC trials footages, I think about how pissed off that I I can't still can't believe I didn't go. Like I just, I still, <laughs> I still I still can't believe I didn't go. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh, you know what, man? I don't think I don't think I can make it. And the fact that freaking
1: gorilla <laughs> <laughs> coached me at the highest level, <laughs> dude. And it's so funny because it just lands on gorilla's lap. I just call him like, yo, bro, what are you? he's like, i oh, just chill him, like, yeah, I'm in Cali, man, I'm competing tomorrow. You wanna come? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Kevin's a bitch. He decided he didn't want to, didn't want to fly out to He didn't want to fly to fucking Cali to come out and coach me Matt Side at the biggest grappling event in the history of the planet for some strange reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would have taken so many pictures, bro. You would have loved it. <laughs> well the the they the, the,
0: the, the Jiu-Jitsu times are there too. They actually yeah. called me that day, They're like, hey, are you out here with Dan? You really need help doing interviews, Matt Side also. <laughs> Like, no. <laughs> maybe Gorilla can help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> gorilla was like, "No, he ain't helping." No. <laughs> That's cool, man.
0: So, so let's let's talk a little bit about. Bro, I got a few more minutes. Bro. you got about five <laughs> more minutes. Yeah, 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 good, bro. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the ACC and some of the reasons why so many people love the ACC and why the fighters really think it's the hardest one and the most accomplished one. And I think part of the reason why is because it's so difficult to score there. Yeah. You know, the idea of scoring is ridiculous. But tell me some of the things you think make I mean, that a bit special.
1: I think uh sp- special as in the I mean special without a doubt the prestige. You know, I mean it's right. it's you there's only two ways to get in, an invite if you're already a certified badass and winning the trials because you're an up-and-coming certified badass you know uh, so without a doubt it's it, you know going back to the world it's awesome if you win the world but anybody can sign up as long yeah. as you're registered you know so but uh i think what makes it difficult to win and therefore makes it more special to win it is exactly like you said the, the rules it's so hard to score uh you cannot pull guard and dude a 30-minute final that's insane you know yeah. possible 30-minute final so I, I think that it's just it's no-brainer it's it's the it's ultimately the most difficult tournament to win and then everybody does it shirtless and then they're slippery and you still can't 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 score but uh i think and and, and i and i love the win two matches you come back the next day it just kind of like builds that like ooh like i remember when i walked in the second day i couldn't even be mad that i lost the first day because i'm like yo this is gonna be crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the freaking the like the electricity in yeah. that room, man. It's just it's, uh, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. it's
1: insane, man. And then yeah. and then you get into the absolute and you see these insane upsets like Luckling Giles with, with the heavyweight, right. you know. where well, you yeah. wouldn't see that any other time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's without question, you know, the format, 10-minute matches, yeah. five minutes of yeah. you
1: know, because
0: because you get because it's split that five and five, a lot of what you see happens like this. So you see like a 10 minute match. So the yeah. first five minutes, a lot of times are just guys jockeying for position,
1: yep.
0: kind of trying to set a tempo. Or Feeling each other out. Yeah, Let look. me
1: figure out what it is you're going to do when we get to the point
0: part. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maybe they go for a few heel hooks or things like that to shift yeah. chances for leg locks. So in reality, a 10 minute match is now only a five minute match. Go for everything, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So when yeah. you got two dudes that are at the highest possible level, that one sc- that you know they only five minutes to score in an event where you, I mean you got to put their shoulders to the ground. When you take somebody down, it's not like on the mat. Boom, you got to put yeah. them on the ground, pin their shoulders to the mat for
1: like one. Dude. Like Mississippi's, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> they, like some of the some of the points I see, like I'm like
1: Jesus Christ, like how's that
0: that quarter? But they get back
1: over again. Yeah,
0: yep. like so when you see all of those things and you see the drama, that starts to materialize off of
1: that. Like it's real easy to figure out the ACC. The uh, ab- absolutely, man. I mean, I did, yeah. I mean, I, I remember when I first started training, when I was a, a kid, like there were so many highlights, like the 2007 highlight on YouTube, 2009. And I'm just like, all the whole time. I'm like, bro, this is just you have the little drums. You got the UFC fighters in it. You got the, that was like a super fight was the only super fight there ever really was. You know, the, the, the super fight guy and the ex, the, the guy that had just won the, yeah. um, The the absolute, you know. So at the time, it was like the Braulio Estimas versus this guy, that guy. So Popovich. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You know, those those super. Yeah, it's prestigious like no other man.
0: There's a cool. There's a cool level of, like you're you're in. Like I I always think about this this, because I'm like this is like again I'm old. I've tried to win. Damn thing, four fucking times. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it like like, is. Next I'm one's
0: your time. Go. I'll probably try. I say one more go, but I have a feeling I'm going to be out there in my damn walker. Christ, yeah. like, Kevin. All right, <laughs> come on, buddy. Give it another shot. <laughs> but the idea of winning the trials and just going to the ACC puts you in like the same conversation. Is it's a super elite club because. You know, just like we talked about, we came up in an era when there was no fight to win. There was no yeah. first match Eddie Bravo Invitational. All we had as a professional grappler was the ADCC. Yeah, that was it. But guys that are legends, Hodger Gracie, Marcelo Garcia, like they all dominated there. And you get to, you get to be on the same stage as those guys.
1: It's, yeah, it, it's that. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, and, and when I went, you know, and without a, you know, I, I'm not delusional. I know. I placed – I was a finalist in the trials. I would have loved to have won and, like, legit went. You know, I still went. Of course, it was great. Uh, well, whatever. But just being on that mat and, and competing, you know, you, you're you're on the mat and you look over and, you know, there's a legend competing against a legend and then the, the intercom is announcing the other legend. Like, it's impossible to not level up just going, you know, just being there. Even if you lose your first match like I did, it's impossible to not feel like you leveled up just having been – even though I didn't qualify,
0: just being in a little club. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> even though I didn't qualify, and then I lost my first match. <laughs> and, and I leveled up, and even though
1: I leveled up, I lost my next match without the size
0: of No, but I mean, like, I, I, I agree with you 100%, kid. Like, yeah. I think about moments in my life where, like, I have, have had, like, moments of, like, okay, cool, like, I feel like I belong in XYZ or I feel like I'm now cool like relevant because of XYZ and those are moments that you have to earn. Nobody gives you that shit because you you can convince yourself whatever, but until you actually go out there and earn that and and get that respect, like, you know you're not really there, like, and and I think of you as going out and being on the ADCC mats as like, wow, like, this is fucking awesome, like, I am in the conversation i'm on the stage
1: now absolutely man and and like i said you know it levels you up mentally and it's impossible just to not be more more you know like you said there's people that can hype yourself up but competing after a tournament like that is in my opinion it's been i mean i've only competed once since but like my mentality after that the thought of competing is so much more fun because you feel like now the matches are just big name people, you know, and, and now it's not that excitement of, ooh, I got a big name match coming up. It's just they're all going to be like that, you know, right. and and when you feel like you belong and have that sense of confidence, now it's less jitters, less nerves, more like more black and white. Two good guys. Let's battle it. See who wins and then on to the next one. You know, hopefully it's yeah. a win, not a loss, and then keep pumping out those matches. Yeah, that's 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 cool,
0: man. When I when I think about that, like you know, you you, you gotta you gotta beat the man to be the man. You gotta earn yeah. that 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 right to walk in the room. Absolutely, so, and then
1: keep it because now someone now you're that man. And then the next yeah. person wants to beat you. Know? Yeah. Now you got yeah. the the crazy nineteen and eighteen and seventeen year old kid that is like. I want to roll that
0: kid now before yeah, right. he's like thirty. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. Well, dude, man, I think I think we're good, man. We we got a good little conversation. We started a little bit late, and uh, you know, we freaking uh, we kind of we kind of got a little off base. I wanted to get more into you and talk about you, but screw you, man. I, I, no, <laughs> next time. You know what
1: you should do. Here's what we can do though: is you just invite me again.
0: I got you. I got you. We'll, we'll, figure out something out. we'll figure out. We'll figure out a way. Maybe, maybe after you go beat Kyle Bowman, we'll get you on here to talk through. Yeah, shit, man. man. We'll have a
1: lot to talk about in December for sure. Yeah, no
0: shit, man. No shit, dude. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm personally very excited. I didn't realize you were going against Kyle. I'm excited to see you go out there. I go out there against that team, I think. It's yeah, me too, man. Team. Me
1: too. You know, uh, it's it's always fun to compete against somebody that is is good you know yeah right. uh, and, and yeah it's gonna it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun because he's bigger you know but but I, i'm gonna feel great I'm not having to cut any sort of weight or having to watch it or anything so yeah i'm excited man i talked to eddie the last couple of weeks and i just wasn't gonna say anything till it was signed yeah but, you know, he made a little commercial and yada yadda so i was like all right
0: let's, let's, let's tell the world that's dope man my, my boo damn martinez man i remember yeah. man, <laughs> were, really, a little, little kid triangle me with your little skinny legs <laughs>
1: They're growing
0: though, bro. They're growing. <laughs> hey, hey, my legs ain't so skinny no more,
1: man. They're so long, but they're so growing. <laughs> Ankle's still the same size, bro. But
0: well, my dog, man. So uh our guest today has been Dan Martinez, AD is veteran, uh combat jujitsu uh world champion. and uh, All around awesome dude, man. Uh, one of my favorite training partners, man. Any anything? out any sponsors? Anything we talk about?
1: Uh, no judges needed, of course. Shout out to you. Shout out to uh, everybody at the Gracie Tampa Network, Bamboo, Matt, Chris, everybody. You know, for for holding it down during this crazy time, crazy pandemic. You know, the fact that. We're still able to train together, you know, is awesome. You know, the fact that I can go to your class tonight is for God's I'm yeah, excited dog. for that, man. I'm
0: sure I'll find an excuse not to roll you before you get there. Yeah, man. I'm just
1: grab you first. <laughs> and I'm, I'm
0: feeling good. I'm coming for your ass. I've been training.
1: <laughs> I love it, brother. Appreciate well, you. Hey, man.
0: I've been Kevin Gallagher, man. This is the YouTube Times Podcast. Thank all you guys for showing up, man. We'll see you next week, man.
1: Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, man. No doubt.